This is the Nikuda Behechova series for the Sicha in volume 18, the first Sicha of Shavuot, titled The Torah, Building a Home for God. Concerning Shavuot, the time of God giving us the Torah, the Talmud shares a debate that Moses had to win before he could receive the Torah. And I'm going to read to you, quoting the Talmud, Tractic Shabbos, page 88, side B. When Moses ascended on high to receive the Torah, the ministering angels said before the Holy One, Blessed be He, Master of the Universe, what is one born of a woman doing here among us? The Holy One, Blessed, the Holy One, blessed be He, said to them, He came to receive the Torah. The angels said before Him, the Torah is a hidden treasure, and you seek to give it to flesh and blood? Quoting the verse in Psalms, What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you think of them? Rather, they now quoted the verse, a different verse in Psalms, God our Lord, how glorious is your name in all earth that your majesty is, is placed above the heavens. The rightful place for God's majesty, the Torah, is in the heavens. The Holy One, blessed be He, said to Moses, Provide them with an answer as to why the Torah should be given to the people. Moses said before him, Master of the universe, the Torah that you are giving me, what is written in it? God said to him, quoting from Exodus, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Moses said to the angels, Did you descend to Egypt? Were you enslaved to Pharaoh? Why should the Torah be yours? Again Moses asked, What else is written in it? God said to him, quoting the next verse in Exodus, You shall have no other gods. Moses said to the angel, Do you dwell among the nations who worship idols, that you require this special warning? Again Moses asked, What else is written in it? The Holy Mother said to him, quoting again from Exodus, the Ten Commandments, Honor your father and mother. Moses asked the angels, Do you have a father or a mother? Again Moses asked, What else is written in it? God said to him, quoting another one of the Ten Commandments, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, and you shall not steal. Moses asked the angels, Is there jealousy among you? Or is there an evil inclination within you that would render these commandments relevant? Immediately they, the angels, agreed with the Holy One, blessed be he, that he made the right decision to give the Torah to the people. And, as it is stated, again from the chapter in Psalms, God, our Lord, how glorious is your name in all the earth. While that your majesty is placed above the heavens is not written because the angels agreed with God that it is appropriate to give the Torah to the people on earth. Until here was from the Talmud in Shabbat that tells us the story of Shavuot. Our sages explained that the angels were using the laws of Baal Metra, which means a border a neighbor, to demand that God must legally give them the Torah and not to the Jewish nation. The law is, and I'm going to quote it to you as it's written in Maimonides, The Laws of Neighbors, Chapter 12, Law 5. Quote, When a person sells a property which he owns to another person, his colleague, the owner of the property neighboring his, has the right to pay the purchase price to the buyer and remove him from this purchase. He goes on to say, this practice stems from the charge of verse in Deuteronomy, and you shall do what is just and good. 
Our sages say, in Tractic Baba Metziah, since the sale is fundamentally the same from the seller's point of view, it is just and good that the property should be acquired by the neighbor instead of the person living further away. Now, the sages give different answers to this demand. And while the Rebbe disputes each of them, the Rebbe's ultimate dispute is that none of these answers are found in the words of Moses' reply to the angels. Hence, what was Moses' reply to the legal demands of the angels to the point that the angels then agreed with Moses? Now here, before I share with you the Rebbe's answer, I want to share with you the answers that the Rebbe quotes and how he disputes them. So, the law only applies to, number one, land and not movable property. That's one answer. Another answer, to a sale, not a gift. Another third answer, doesn't apply to relatives, and the Jews are called, Kroivim, relatives unto him, and children to God. Fourth response, Moses was a man of God, and hence we are taught, from the half and below he was man, and from half and above he was of God, Ish Elohim. And hence, Moses too was a neighbor to heaven. A fifth answer, this law doesn't apply to a partner, and Moses, through being an honest judge in the matters of Torah law, is ruled as becoming a partner in the Torah. So these are five different answers to the Balmetra complaint that the angels were demanding. Here are the Rebbe's disputes. The first one, the law is based upon the purchaser being able to buy land elsewhere. Hence, the right thing is to let the neighbor buy the land, this land, to make it easy, the agriculture of both lands. And this doesn't apply to movable property, which can be purchased anywhere. However, once the Torah is given to earth, the law is Torah loba shemaimhi. Torah is not in heaven. And hence here, the distinction of movable property that the angels can get it anywhere is not applicable. The second dispute. Torah was not just a gift, but also an inheritance and a purchase. The dispute for answers 3, 4, and 5, these answers are specifically against what Moses was saying, in which he was pointing out how distant the Jew Jewish people were, descended into Egypt, have jealousy, evil inclination. This is distance from heaven. These three answers are starting to talk about how they were not distant. The Rebbe quotes another two answers. Answer number six. The angels were only arguing over the esoteric part of the Torah, but not the revealed and legal aspects of the Torah. And hence, if the neighbor is demanding to purchase only part of the land, while the purchaser is purchasing all the land, the entire land goes to the purchaser. Here too the Rebbe disputes, but here too Moses answers the opposite and pointing out that the laws of the Torah, the physical, not the esoteric, don't apply to the angels. Hence, the angels must have been demanding the revealed laws of the Torah as well. If not, Moses' answer wouldn't have been applicable. And then there's a seventh answer. The law doesn't apply when the neighbor is purchasing in order to gain wealth, while the purchaser is purchasing for survival. The Torah is necessary for the survival of the Jew in times of combat against his evil inclination. 
However, the Rebbe disputes this answer as well by saying Moses' reply isn't speaking of a specific situation of the Jews being under attack by evil. Rather, Moses is giving a general statement that the Torah belongs down here. Hence, the Rebbe is not accepting any of these seven answers um, to the legal, the legal rights of the angels in the law of Balmetzra being the neighbor. So let's see how the Rebbe explains this answer to this legal debate in the words of Moses. The law of Balmetzra doesn't apply when the neighbor is looking to use the land for profiting, while the purchaser is looking to use the land for building a home. Hence, Moses was answering the angels that the purpose of the Jewish people receiving the Torah is not for the sake of planting and reaping great harvests of the revelation of the infinite light. But rather, I quote to you the Medrash Tanchuma, which is quoted in Tanya chapter 36, quote, to make a dwelling place, a home for him, blessed be him, end quote. Hence, Moses is pointing out that the angels have no connection with the physical world and hence cannot even through Torah transform the world into a home for God. Even more so, the angels in heaven receive their elevation through our service here below. For when one uses a lever to lift, it is through placing the lever, lever beneath the lowest layer, which would be here, physical earth, that the entire object, the entire um, universe, including the celestial objects, is lifted. But one might ask, aren't the angels also interested in making a home for a God, albeit in heaven? Hence, the law of Balmetra should apply. Just because we're making a, a home for God down here, while they get to make a home for God only up there, but the law still applies. They're buying the land, the neighboring land, in order to build a home. The answer is that the angels in their spiritual realm, with their spiritual form of Torah mitzvot, cannot build a, God, a home for God himself, the essence of God, but only for the light, the revelation, the spirituality of God. The essence of God is drawn only through the subduing and transformation of darkness into light and evil into goodness. This service, which is only here in the physical realm with its darkness and evil, is the omnipotent service of creatio ex nihilo, something out of nothing, of which only the essence of God has the power to perform. The physical, which is the only true creatio ex nihilo, could only be created by the essence of God and not by his infinite light. And hence, Moses speaks to the angels not having a father and a mother, meaning that they do not live in the realm of true creatio ex nihilo procreation, in which the essence of God is experienced. Hence, the Torah belongs down in the physical world where the essence of God is experienced.